heart is the support system for every organ in your body. The brain can't function without the heart pumping. The liver can't quiver when the heart has no rhythm. The quality of your life depends on the quality of your heart. Matters of the Heart podcast is a safe space for you to face the true matters of your heart. The issues that causes stress, even when you're seemingly at rest. Issues like hurt, pain, betrayal, and shame are things that are buried alive in the back of the brain. I call them undiagnosed heart traumas. Others refer to them as heartbreak, when in fact, it's heartache because the heart can't break. I know, sounds pretty interesting to hear, but you'll learn more as you enter in and allow the healing to begin. I'm Natasha Mayo, the execution strategist. Welcome to Matters of the Heart. Amen, amen, amen. Good morning. Thank God it is Monday. I know a lot of times people look at Monday and they're like, oh, this is Monday again. But Monday is simply another opportunity to show God's greatness in the earth. And so if you start looking at things differently, you will approach them differently. What am I saying? Confront how you think. And the way it shows up for you will be completely different. Listen, guys, I am so excited to be before you again. It is episode two of Matters of the Heart podcast. We were with you guys just two weeks ago when we talked about the heart, the birthplace, that the heart is the birthplace of all of your increase or decrease. And so we are continuing the conversation with confronting those things about the heart. Confrontation does not have to be confrontational. I know the root word confront seems a little uneasy at times. It seems a little unsettling. It seems a little hard. But if you take yourself out of the equation, it will not be hard. I promise you, There are so many things in life that you must confront to get on the other side of it. And so what you fail to confront, you will fail, period. Literally, you have to confront what it is that you're facing. And so today I have my special guest, Marcia Dyer here. When I begin to seek God as to who to bring on, you know, the broadcast for this topic, she was the first person at top of mind because we have history in so many areas that we can share with you to help you break through. Now, listen, everything about me is unconventional. You will never see, I won't say never, but very, very, very few and far between will you see me come on and read somebody's bio. It will be the matter of my heart about the person because I'm bringing people on that I know their heart, right? I'm not here to play games. I'm not here for kicks and uh, kicks and giggles. I'm not here just to be here. I am here on kingdom assignment to help you go to your next dimension 
in every area of your life. The Bible says, what good does it profit a man to gain the entire world yet lose his soul? What does that mean in layman's terms? It means what does it profit you to look good on the outside and be busted on the inside, mm -hmm. to have holes in your heart and not be whole, to have unforgiveness in your heart and not the love of God in your heart. What does it profit a man to be full of holes, to gain the world, yet lose his soul? And so we are here to address those areas in your life that you know, you know, it is not new to you. It is not coincidence, the things that you will hear today. It is a reminder that these are things that you need to change and we are here to help you do them. How? Through our own testimony, right? Transparency transforms. I'm going to say that again. Yes. Transparency transforms. And so the more you're transparent with yourself, the more you'll transform yourself. Amen. And so Marcia Dyer, who <laughs> is she? The best word that describes Marcia for me is faithful. 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 She is one of my faithful friends. When I tell you that we entered each other's lives at a time and a season where we needed each other, we did. Yeah. Right? Yes. And so in that, we shared a lot of intimate, uh, 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 a lot of, a lot of intimate emotions, a lot of intimate yes. feelings, a lot of our truths we shared with, with each other yes. quickly. Right? So a lot of times people say no new friends or I got to get to learn you. Listen, you should be able to know somebody the moment that they step in your life. If not, ask God to show me who they are and what's their purpose so you don't waste any time. Listen, guys, y'all are taking notes because I'm already yes. sharing breakthrough for you. Yes. You don't have to waste time. You don't have to worry yourself in relationships when you ask God in the beginning, who are they? What is their purpose in my life? Because oftentimes we connect to people and we think that they're supposed to go with us to the end. And God said, therefore, season. Yes. And so you get upset, you get frustrated, you get irritated because when that season, season is up, the grace is lifted and you have no understanding why. It's because it was a season and not a lifetime. And so begin to ask God, what is the purpose of people being in your life? Mm -hmm. And so Marcia and I, we entered each other's lives again at a time when we needed each other. And we began to share who we were, right? Take off the mask, mm -hmm. right? To fully avail yourself with who you are. And so we did that. And in doing that, we began, we, we actually put each other in a position to say, you can check me if I ever get out of order, that yeah. you can call me back. You, you can call me out if there's a time where I am out of alignment. And guess what? That time came. <laughs> oh, my God. That time came. And what's so funny is because we, we were so adult about our relationship, right? Like we, we, we set the rules of engagement very early on. So I never, ever expected to experience anything like that in our relationship because we were so clear in the in the beginning. However, things happen and it gives you an opportunity to either strengthen or strength. Yeah. 
right? And so it gave us an opportunity to strengthen, but there appeared to be some shrinkage in the beginning. Yes. And so I'm allow I'm going to allow Marcia to come in and, and share her her perspective as you if you will, because there's always two sides to every story to share her perspective and then we'll come back together to steal it for you guys to let you know how to respond when mad day comes because guess what it's going to come it's all about what you choose to do on mad day what happens in your relationships when mad day comes what happens in your relationship with relationships when disagreements comes are you do you confront them or do you just say, I'm not going to deal with it? What is it that you do? So, Marcy, I'm going to let you come in and share <laughs> your perspective of that. Well, first, I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having this platform that will cause impact in people's lives. And like you said, we are so trans. What you see is what you get. Yeah. It's not going to be no fluff, no bluff, none of that stuff to impress anybody. But what we do want is impact. People to change from one place to another. Because a lot of times, okay, I'm going to get ahead of myself. Sometimes <laughs> we get stuck in places. So you're saying that. Um, Natasha and I, we've been in each other's lives, oh my God, now for, I know it, over. Over. Yeah. Over, yeah, it's been, I mean, the personal part, over yeah. six years, six years, over six years. And um, in that, you have to know in any relationship, something is going to come and try it. Yeah. If, if that relationship is real or if it's something just a surface. And so for anyone that in any relationship that you're in, you first and foremost need to know, is this a relationship that I fight for? Is yeah. this a relationship that's going to go the duration? Or is this just a season in my life for a purpose? Because everything that's in your life, it has a purpose. But at times, because we allow our emotions and our feelings to lead us and guide us versus allowing God who gave you, gave a purpose in your life to allow him to lead and guide you. And so the Tasha and I, or Tasha, I say, as I say, yeah, I call her Tasha, okay? Uh -huh. And so um, we had an incident that had happened. And like she said, in the beginning, it was a little strange. But for me, my perspective in it, I knew that she was in my life for a reason. Mm -hmm. I knew that I was in her life for a reason and purpose. So it was grooming and building for us. One of her things that she say that I, I say too now from her is go and grow. Yeah. And so in that, um, when we had that little tussle, yeah. we had, had some words, it was her and I, yeah. no one else was involved. And that's another thing. Yeah. When you have something that goes on, you don't got to go tell the whole world Come what on. happened. You, if it's between you and them, you go between them, you and them, and the only other person in that is God. Yeah. You go to him because he will lead and guide and direct you in how to handle this relationship. And again, I say some relationships are maybe just for a season, but even in that, he will guide you because what a lot of times that we do at times when things like that happen, we tear the other person down. Come on. We give this 
we go tell everybody else all about it, but you never resolve the issue at hand. And guess what? It's like a cancer. It just spread all across the board. And so someone else wouldn't want to deal with her because of the relationship they have yeah. with me or vice versa yeah. because the influence that you have. Yeah. Both of us have influence yeah. in so many areas. And so if I go say something about her, can you imagine? Yeah. What people will think, what they will say about her, and they never even encounter her. Yeah. And that's I love what that. we do because of our feelings. Yeah. Our emotions are all over the place when we don't take time to settle and don't even realize some of those things are for you to go and grow. And in yeah. any way you will go to the next level, the next place in life, if you grow up in the area that you was in, just like Coach said, we we were mature in this. We confronted it. And sometimes like this topic confrontation doesn't have to be confrontational yeah if you're coming in it with an open mind and your main goal is to resolve resolve the issue not have it carried on because once it's resolved it's over i'm yeah. not bringing it up no more i'm not going back to that place because i have been freed from that place we have been freed from that place and that's why we're here now and can go on and do what we have to do kingdom business because yeah. it's not about you and that's the problem a lot of us well what you do to me the baby tangents that's what right we're right tangents. right yeah well, because they said this to me so what People will say something to you every day, but you don't have to take everything somebody say. You know who you are. You know your assignment. That's what you go and flow in. Yeah, I love that. And and here's here's the missing link to that is that people don't dwell with the person according to knowledge. Yes. Because when Mad Day comes, everything that has been imparted has gone out the door. And yes. so you have to settle yourself and dwell with that person according to knowledge and remember the times, not that time, but yes. remember the times where they had your best interests at heart. Because yes. you have more in the vault that's positive than yes. negative but if you take that one moment you will allow it to destroy everything that has been imparted and here's the thing guys god is all about relationship yes. not religion yes. so even in friendships there can be a place of religion that's developed what do i mean by that I mean, the way you have learned to be a friend to others is how you now religiously require everybody to be your friend. And that is not the case. Every relationship has different positions and points and places. And so you have to govern yourself accordingly in that relationship. Amen. Amen. So one, when Mad Day comes, dwell with the person according to knowledge. Yes. You have a seat and see what is your error in it, if any. Yes. Sometimes yes. there's an error, sometimes there's not. But when you step back and allow God to show you the situation outside of you, then your participation will be completely different. Amen. And so sitting with yourself is confrontation. Oftentimes people think confrontation is with somebody else. No, it's with you first. Amen. It's with you first. Right in the late midnight hour, when you keep having those thoughts going around in your head, stop them and confront the thoughts that you are having in the moment. 
Yes. Don't wait until the sweet by and by because if the pandemic hasn't showed us anything else, it has showed us that you have no more time to waste. Amen. None. Absolutely. And so confront yourself with the matters of your heart about relationships. Some relationships are to be dissolved, but make sure that your heart isn't hard as a result of that dissolving. Make sure that your heart isn't hard as a result of that dissolving. And then there are some relationships where you must stay connected. Yes. It's a must. It is a divine hookup for you to get to the next dimension of your life. And if you abort it for some stupid feelings, you will abort your purpose and your divine destiny, or you may delay it as a result of your emotions. Amen. Confront what's confronting you. It's saying, hello, this needs to be confronted. When those things show up, when mm -hmm. issues of life show up and you don't feel good, have you ever ran into somebody that you had a disagreement or an alt with and all of a sudden you had this visceral reaction? That's a notification. Just like you tend to the notifications on Facebook or YouTube, all of these social media sites, tend to the notifications of your heart. Yes. What good does it profit a man to gain the world yet lose his soul? These are the things that's important to God. Not how you looked, not how you showed up in life, but did you love like I told you to love? Yes, yes. Without any contingencies. Yes. Right? Did you love how I told you to love? And so confront those matters of your heart by one, confronting yourself. Yes. Then if there's a need to go and confront others. What do I mean? What do I mean by a need? Sometimes you don't need to confront the other person. Right? That's often viewed as closure. I need closure. Close the door. That's your closure. You close the door. You don't always have to confront the person. And so be mindful. Ask God what it is. How does this situation need to be handled? Yes. The third thing is give people the time and the space that they need. Yes. When offense happens, you go through so many different things in your mind, in your heart. And so you have to give people the time they need to, to heal, right? I was going to say repair, but to heal, you got to give people the time they need to heal because you're ready doesn't mean that they're ready. It does not mean that they're ready. What you do in the interim is pray for them earnestly. Yes. Right? Pray for them earnestly that their heart won't become hard as a result of this. And allow them the time to come back if they're supposed to. Amen. If they're supposed to. And so, guys, this is a conversation. We're here to help you. We want to know what are some of the challenges that you're having with confronting. Give uh, uh, Share your concerns so that we can help give you real time breakthrough. Right. And so I wanted to address that particular area first because relationships are so important. Listen, I told you guys last episode, I was and still recovering, still healing. I'm not recovering because I'm not an addict. Okay. You got to watch the words that you release from your mouth. I am still healing from the one and done, right? I'm still healing. For people don't deserve my friendship, although they may not. What does God say? 
what does God say? Yes. And so you always want to be in rightful stance and posture and position to do what God says to do in the moment that yes. he says do it. And so I'm so grateful for Marcia that she's a big girl, right? I, I tell her often, you are a general in the body of Christ. And I'm not just talking about praying. Certainly she can, you know, slay in prayer. First of all, I don't connect. I make talk and, 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 and have and, and, and have um, uh, people that I share with, right? But I don't connect with people that are not at the next dimension in their prayer life. I could care less how you slay. When you show up and look, are you slaying in the spirit? Yes. Can yes. you go before God on my behalf and make some things happen? Yes. And so, yes, she is a general in her prayer life, but also in life, the life that she lives, right? And so when, when we came back together and had this conversation, I am so grateful for her heart. I'm so grateful for her heart in that because some people don't come back. She came back and listen, didn't come back silently. Mm -hmm. She came back. She made it clear. She made it public on social media. Because listen, people see at one time, all you saw was her and I together. Because mm -hmm. in one season, she served me as my assistant. So all, 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 at one time, all you saw was us. You saw her, you saw me. You saw me, you saw her. And now you don't see us? People see that. Mm -hmm. And so she came back on social media and shared her heart mm -hmm. and that's another thing when you when, when there's a fence or mad day shows up people people exit but then they try to enter through the back door no show up like you left that's right that's right show up like you left literally yeah. seriously mm -hmm. show up like you left yes and make sure that your heart is in, in alignment when you mm -hmm. come back mm -hmm. for it to be not only what it was but far better because now you have some information. Now you strengthen that, that muscle to say, Oh, we're tougher than this. Like yeah. Marcia said, Oh, it's worth fighting for. That's right. That's right. And then go on and do what God told you to do in that relationship. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. In that relationship. Yeah. And so now I want to talk about transitioning in life, I had the privilege. I say it's a privilege because you can hear things about taking care of your husband or taking care of spouse, not just a husband, but taking care of spouse as they transition you know, on, right? And there's a different thing when you see it. And so I had the privilege of seeing Marcia's first husband transition and how she took care of him how she took care of him in the in the in the in, in the times that she sometimes didn't have strength he found it and 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 in watching her strength and her consistency and here's the thing guys her covenant until death woo, <laughs> do us part yes he honored him she took care of him and so in taking care of him, they were together 20, how many years? 36. Huh. 36 years. And so in taking care of him, she began to not take, take care of her. And he said, 
take care of you. I want you to work out. I want you to do different things, X, Y, Z, but take care of you. And so as he transitioned, one of the things Marcia told me was, I got to learn who I am. I've been a wife. I've been a mother. I'm a friend. I'm a minister. I am all of these things. But now I have to learn who I am, what I like. Yes. And so I want you to share that transition and that confrontation because guys that's also a confronting you spend 30 plus years of being a, a wife adapting because that's what god says you're the help me and now almost 60 years at that time almost 60 years old you confronting yourself and say i gotta find out what i like yes yes and so i want you guys to do that confront you Ask yourself, what do I like? Who I who am I? Not who I've learned to be, but who am I in this season? Who is God calling me to be? Confront yourself. And so I want you to share that transition and and and, and how that how that was for you having to do that. Okay. And so um, like Natasha said. I was with my husband for 36 years. And let me tell you, I know some people be in marriages and it may not be so good. I had a good husband that took care of me, that made sure when he transitioned, I didn't have to want for anything. I was already retired and um, he just made sure everything that was in place. I called him the tenure, the ten, tender warrior, because even through everything that he was going through, he always made sure that I was good. But let me go back a little further. I took care of not only my husband, I took care of my mom. I was a caregiver for both of them by myself for a while until, you know, some family members came back. But I was care take being a caregiver of two people at the same time. My mom lived with us two at that time. So I was taking care of both of them. My mother trans transitioned in 2014. And this is something people don't know, but we're being transparent here. And of course I got it all in my book that's gonna be coming out this year. I was so angry. Come on, come I was on. angry with my husband when my mother transitioned. Why? Because I felt if he would have did more stuff to take care of his health, I could attend more to my mother and she would still be here. Mm -hmm. People don't yeah. know that. I mean, yeah. I was angry and I was bitter. Yeah. And I was hurt. And so I was already dealing with the pain. Mind you, I just retired. Now here my mother transitioned. Now here after we buried my mother a week later my husband on the floor and i'm like god what is going on what is happening here i just retired i just buried my mother i can't bury him please just give me a year just to deal with this but in that i built up a wall that's what i did i built up a wall because i didn't want to be so attached with him because we already had the word where he was, you know, what's going to happen because of his health and where he was with it. He was like, I don't want to be at no hospitals. I don't want to do any of this. Let's just enjoy whatever time we had. But for me, I didn't want to feel the pain. I didn't want to go through that hurt anymore. So I built a wall. I was like, okay, I'm going to love you from afar. I'm going to do what I have to do as a wife because when I'm committed to anything, I'm committed yeah. 100%. So so I knew how to do that, but my heart, 
Yeah. Oh, it was bitter. It was hurting. I was having so many emotions and I was angry. Yeah. And I never forget, I have it in my journal, it's in my book on July, no, June 25th, 2014. I went to God and I said, You got to help me. He said, I need to heal you. Yeah. Let it go. You right. And I wouldn't let my mother go. That was my issue. I wouldn't, I was holding her, holding her like she was still here, talking to her, writing her letters and stuff. He said, Write her a goodbye letter. Come on. Come on. Write her a goodbye letter today so I can begin to heal your heart so you can love him. You can truly love him. Not a love was on the surface, but from your heart. And I wrote that letter that day and I, I, I let everything go. And I told my mother, I love you. You're gone, but I'm going to continue to love you. But today I have to say goodbye. Yeah. That day when I said goodbye, not now listen to me because some of them you say, well, you say goodbye. No, my mother was in my life 58 years. I was 58 at that time. She was in my life 58 years. So I would never forget. I still had my moments, but guess what? My moments don't have me. Yeah. And so yeah. when I wrote that letter and told her goodbye, I was able to love my husband to the day he, he took his yeah. last breath. And so in that transitioning, sometimes you may be in a position now, those that have loved ones transition, you're angry, you're bitter, you're hurt, you're dealing with this pain. I say this day, this day, you write your goodbye letter, Come on. whatever it may be. Not that you're telling them goodbye because they will always, I still had my moments with my first husband and I'm married. Yeah. But I'm remarried, I'm married, but I had my moments. And guess what? He understands because this is it. Your story is your story. Yeah. It's your story. And your story, it has different chapters in it. Just because you move from one chapter to another doesn't mean that chapter is gone away. It's still in your book. It's still your story. But you don't allow yourself to be stuck in that one chapter. Come you don't on. allow yourself to stay there. You move on because you still have life in you. Just like Natasha said, my husband, Henry Washington, oh, he would tell me, girl, when I leave away from here, don't you be no old maid in this house. You yeah. got too much life on the inside of you. You a good wife and you love being a wife. You go forth and you have your life. And I'm going to be cheering you on. Yeah, I love that. And, and Oh, yeah, go ahead. No, finish that. Finish and, and, and so I say, there, and don't take, hear my heart. He's gone. He's gone. You're still here. She's gone. You're still here. They're gone. Whatever it may be, they're gone. You're still here. You still have life on the inside of you. Live that life. But you got to find out who you are. Just like Natasha said, I knew who I was as a mother. I knew who I was as a wife and a sister. But I was like, who is Marcia? Who is this chick? Come I don't on. know who she is. Yeah. And so I took time. I deliberately, intentionally took time. I didn't let anybody come live with me. I mm -hmm. stayed in my house for two years. 
two years by myself, just me and God. And I said, God, show me Marcia. Because I don't know who she is. Yeah. And that's another thing. We don't want to be honest to who we are. Yeah, confront we who we are. To confront ourselves because you're not going to always like everything you see. I It was quite a few things I did not like. And I'm like, why do I do that? I was doing to please people. I yeah. was doing it to just be in a, a crowd to cover up the pain and the hurt that I was going through. But as soon as I allowed myself to see me, let God show me me. Oh, that's when the change, the transformation started coming. As things started being, it was like a banana being peeled. Yeah. It was coming off. But that weight, that leap, that freedom, that liberty allowed me to go on and move on. So anybody that's going through a transition, that's the thing. That's why I don't like death because death is so final. But transition, you go from one place to another. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. One place to another. You're not dead. You're still alive and it's still life on the inside of you. Yeah. Don't allow that transition. They transition went from one place to another. Why can't you transition and go from one place to another? I'm not saying that everybody's going to get married again, but you transition and go on in life. A lot of us are not living. We're just existing. Yeah. And that's so good. I want to go back and address the goodbye letters, right? And so bye should be good. It should be a good bye. I know it's one word, but separate it, right? Mm -hmm. bye, bye, bye shouldn't be disgruntled. It 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 it, it, it shouldn't it, it shouldn't come with, with heartache, right? Mm -hmm. It should be a good bye. Mm -hmm. And so if you begin to look at it different, your yeah. outcome will be different. Mm -hmm. There are transitions in life that must all caps happen in order for you get to the next destination if you look at the aircrafts there is there are very few, few planes that can get you across the world at one time they they have layovers right they they you have to get off at one destination to go the next destination now if you try to hang on and say, no, you can make it, you can make it, you can make it. Eventually, the vehicle that is set to take you is going to fail. Yeah. And so you have to say goodbye to some things, to mm -hmm. some people. And so begin to write the goodbye letter. Guess what? It may include the old you. Yeah. You may have to tell the old you, goodbye. You served your purpose in my life thus far. Goodbye. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had to do that, right? Like Marcia mentioned, there were some things that was exposed to her about herself that she didn't like. Like so, mm -hmm. with me, there were some areas that I was like, oh, I don't like that. Yeah. So I had to say goodbye. God told me like this, it needs its proper burial. Yes. You think you buried it, but it still has a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. The moment that you are triggered by something or someone else, that feeling, that reminder of betrayal, of offense, of, 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 of abandonment shows up. It needs its proper burial. Yeah. Good God, because you're the better as a result of it. Amen. Amen. And then I love, and here's the thing, guys, you got to dwell with your friends according to knowledge and also hear stimulating words for yourself. She mentioned that she married again. I said remarried. She came back and said married. Yeah, it's not a re. This is a completely new person. Yes. 
It's a completely new person. And so she married, not re. I want you guys to hear that because in your relationship, you may think it's a redoing of something and God is saying it's new. Yes. It's completely new. I want you to let go what you thought you had. Absolutely. Some of you guys may say it like this. I want that old thing back. You shouldn't. Mm -hmm. It's old. It served you in that time. God, I want the new. What do you have for me now? It served me then. It was great. But what do you have for me now? Is I position and ready myself for, for, for marriage? I don't want anything old. I don't want what I had before. And that's not to say what I had before wasn't good. But better for me, it's always available. And when I say for me, I'm not saying that the person is better than the other person, but the person is better for me. Yes. Yeah. You get that? And so stop trying to compare what you have or where you've been okay. with where you was. I'm going to say that again. Yeah. Stop comparing what you have or where you've been with what was. It's old. Let it go. Goodbye yes. for once and for all. Goodbye. Yes. I love that. I also love that you confronted the fact that I'm mad. I'm bitter. Yes. If you would have attended to your own health, we wouldn't be in this situation. That's one. Mm -hmm. Number two, you dealt with your feelings by saying, God, help me. Yes. On Matters of the Heart podcast, we're here to deal with it. We're not here to just have things surface to notify us and then we just move on. No, let's deal with it. Let's confront the matter so that we're not taking that bitterness into life with us. Yes, yes. You got it? Because yes. what you experience on the inside with somebody else, you will spit that venom out yes. on the outside to somebody else. Absolutely. And we don't want to do that. We want to share God's love. We want to share God's joy. We want to share his peace, not our trauma. I'm going to say yeah. that again. Yeah. We want to share God's peace and not our trauma. Yes. And so let's deal with it. Let's begin to heal the hurt, the shame, the pain, the betrayal, the, 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 uh, uh, um, uh, what's the word I just said? Come on, Holy Ghost. The um the abandonment. Mm -hmm. Let's address those things yes. because those things follow you in your life until you confront it. Amen. Who has abandoned you? Yes. Have you abandoned you? Have you put yourself on a shelf and attend to everything else? Have you put yourself on the shelf and attend to everything else? And so while you're focused on somebody else that abandoned you, focus on yourself. We're so easy to point out other people's errors because we can identify them because they're within. Yeah. And so if you're experiencing anything in your life, that you feel like somebody has did something to you, look on the inside and begin to heal and heal. And that thing won't be a thing anymore. I guarantee it. Absolutely. I guarantee it. Once you confront you, that thing with the other person will not haunt you. Oftentimes we don't want to confront things 
because we want we don't want to deal with the pain Absolutely. but you you allow it to haunt you the rest of your life in the words of eric mayo not me the haunting the haunted house is over yes literally it's over yes and so i love that I, I love 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 your truth i love that you're sharing that in your book that's coming up what's the name of the book false recovery false recovery i love that title false recovery how many of y'all have recovered falsely you didn't recover at all it just appeared like you recovered i'm looking forward to that yeah. false recovery i love it good stuff now i want to transition on i want to transition into deciding it's a choice to marry again because i remember the conversation <laughs> i'm good i'm good <laughs> right and i'm like girl you got all this life to live you still vibrant you still got it going on but i do love and appreciate that you allowed yourself to heal you were very clear you said give me at least two years Right. You didn't put a limit on God, but you said at least two years before I even open myself up to it. And so let's talk about making the decision to say I do. Yes. Oh, wow. I mean, <laughs> she is so right. Let me tell y'all, I wasn't thinking about getting married. I Like Natasha said, I told everybody they would ask me. I'm like, I think about that. I'm good. I'm good. Look, I got my home. I'm well off financially, I, mm -mm, mm -mm. but I re, I want to go back to, I remember one day, um, Natasha and I was sitting at my kitchen table and, um, she had asked me, this is after Henry had transitioned and we were sitting there talking cause we would often have, um, conversations that was really a soul check for me. Right. And so in this conversation, she asked me, do I have any regrets? And I said, no, I don't, because I was looking at, I did everything. I mean, everybody that was around me, the circle that was around me, I took care of Henry Washington. I mean, some people would come and say, how do you do it? It was nobody but God, but I took care of him. I mean, even the, the nurses and the hospice, they like, he don't have no bed sores. He don't have this. And we never seen somebody, we know how bad he is but to look at him he didn't look that way because i took care of him and so when he transitioned and i allowed god to deal with me i was like okay i'm good i ain't when i it was times i get lonely i just uh, pop up at their houses or call them uh -huh. hey, doing? so i could just get out the house because i was you know there by myself and so i recall one day here another goodbye. <laughs> I recall one day, and this was April 21st. To y'all see, I know these dates, right? This was April the 20th, 2018. And um, this day I'm home and I'm just crying before God. And it was just like, I, I can't even describe it, but it was like God was just mending, mending my heart. And um, I recalled him, he telling me, he said, I never had seen Henry face from the time he transitioned. He transitioned in um, June of 2016, right? And so I never would see his face, but I could feel his presence at times 
in different, you know, things. But this particular day, when I, I dozed off and went to sleep, because I had cried so hard that day that my son had came over because he would come and check. And he was like, Ma, are you all right? And I was like, yes. He said, why are you whispering? But I, <laughs> it, was, it was like, you sure you're all right? I said, uh-huh. But it was like just God just, just relieving me and releasing me of so many things that particular day. So I laid down and I went to sleep. And I seen his face and I was like, are you all right? He said, yeah, I'm good. I, he said, you all right? I said, uh-huh. So, you know, then I seen him again in the same dream, but he was with this person and they had on all this white. And so I went to the person, I said, do you love him? And they was like, yeah. And I said, okay. And they said, I got him. Y'all gonna know that I got you is a special word just between me and God. And whenever he tell me, I got you, I'm moving without mm -hmm. no matter what whether i understand it or not i'm going to move on that because god told me he got me right and so um i woke up and i was like god what is this what does this mean he said i got him and i need you now to move on and i'm like what you talking about willis <laughs> <laughs> i'm like what you talking about willis and so i said god what are you saying he said write him a goodbye letter just like Natasha said, goodbye. Because it wasn't a bye forever because bye is so final. But that goodbye, you had some good times, but those good times in that particular area has ended and now it's time to move on. So I like how you broke that down. Yeah. And so I wrote him a goodbye letter. And literally, literally, I, I tell you no story. Literally, it took me three hours to write this letter. Mm -hmm. I cried and I boo-hooed. But as I wrote, it was like, it, everything was being emptied out and, and released. And so I said, okay, so I wrote that letter, wrote the goodbye, and he said, sign it, sign it, the future Mrs. Dyer. <laughs> and yeah. I wrote that letter and to write another name down yeah. at that time was the hardest thing, but it was the greatest, the greatest yeah. freedom yeah yeah and why do you think it was hard because i believe that other people have that challenge too because transitioning moving on yeah. yes and the hard part because you i was writing a letter i told you it took me three hours to yeah. write. this is wee hours in the morning yeah writing and as i'm writing you know with certain things i'm writing about our relationship and i'm thanking him for everything that he imparted into me because i told you i retired in 2014 and so he departed he was doing impartation over and over we would sit and he would talk and he was like don't do this i need you to do this i need you to go i want you to be this i want and i'm like so i'm writing those things down and it's now you know when you sit and talk to somebody you hear a lot of things but after they're gone you hear yeah you hear yeah, it's yeah. a different hearing yeah so i realized he was preparing me for such a time as this yeah my yeah. Birth husband was preparing me to move on and to be married again when that time came yeah and I love so it. that right there it was like just really like okay letting all of those things go to move on yeah and so i wrote the letter and then i told god i said if this is what you're telling me then this is my list to you. And so I gave, a, gave God a list of seven things. And I told, you know, wrote down those seven things in my mm -hmm. journal because I do journal. Mm -hmm. And I said, God, you have to send them to me. 
because the Tasha and everybody know I ain't going out here looking for no right. And they would tell you, many would come up in my face yeah. in church. I'd be like, get out my face. I had an army around me. They'd be like, yeah. who that do? I mean, like even Tasha, she would be on my Facebook page. And if people, she said, you know that dude? I was like, who? I ain't even, I ain't paying no mind. I skipped him. But they would be like, okay, he's saying too much. He's talking too much. Who is he? Like, uh-uh. We can break, block, block you. <laughs> yeah. But in that, I, it was like God had 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 released me to move on. Yeah, so I gave God a list, and unbeknownst to me, my sister, best friend, Tangie, she had someone that she had asked maybe maybe a year after Henry had transitioned. She would say, "Hey, Marcy, you guys are like, no, nah, leave me alone. I, uh, I ain't for that." So mm-hmm. May of um, 2018 she asked me she said um hey you think you're ready to meet somebody and i was like god said what did i tell you what did i tell you i'm like oh lord i gotta do what he told me so because he told me i got you mm-hmm. remember i told you that he told me i got you and so i said um okay yeah and so she i was like wait a minute calm down because i'm not used to all of this stuff so i told Tasha and him i said um, I'm gonna meet somebody, but I don't know. I let y'all know. So they was like, "What you going else?" So my sister, she coming over. What you gonna wear? What you gonna wear? Don't be do you know? Cause you know how you ask. Like Lord Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I went out, madam, and um, um, men out, and we met at Dave and Buster's. Um, it was a group because I said I don't want to do no one-on-one thing. Because if I want to exit, I want to exit. I don't want to be committed to you know this and so to make a long story short we met um i went on a retreat okay i'm putting in a plug in here tasha just let you know (laughs) the tasha mayo when she give a retreat y'all go because every retreat that oh okay let me try to keep it together (laughs) every retreat that i've been to on hers i've been to two the first one that I went on, and she can attest to this, the very first one I went on, my husband was still living. I needed to get away. I needed to get away. I called family members, hey, y'all got to come take care of it. I got to go to be refreshed, refreshed, replenished. And I did that, and he transitioned a few months after that, mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was ready. I was built up because I took that time to to get myself refreshed because God was doing some things during that time. And then the second one I went on, I got the title of my book mm-hmm. and I got my husband. Yes. <laughs> hey, I love it. Yes. And you know, it, it's so amazing because those retreats are loaded and oftentimes, you know, I know what God gives me, but it's always exceedingly abundantly above all that I could yeah. ever imagine or think, even yeah. for me. You know, yes. like for me at that retreat, God told me to forgive com- people completely. Yes. And I had thought that I had forgiven them. And so in that, you know, him also revealing and uprooting some things in, in, in you guys, it was the same for me on so yes. many different areas. And so yes. I, I love that, you know, we we take that time to go away to become better. Yes, yes. And oftentimes you don't even know what the better is yes. until you go. And that's why I often say go and grow because that's the only way that the growing happens. You can't sit on your loins and think something is going to happen. No, you have to enter into the unknown. This year, I declare that it was the year of the unknown that I will enter in without any stress, strain and struggle. And it has clearly been that. 
Because too often we become tethered to what we know. Yeah. And what we know is no longer working. Yeah. It's no longer working. And so yeah. I, I, I love that, you know, coming out of that, it was more than what you had even expected Absolutely. or even imagined. Absolutely. And then now you are living the fruit. Yes. From that, you know, going away and that awakening and all of the things, right? And that, you know, it comes to mind to me now when we release the lanterns. Yes. And yes. how we wrote our vision and things on the lanterns. Yes. Like that is not just an exercise. That is destiny yes. going out on your behalf. Yeah. And so now these are the, the fruit. This is the harvest from 18. Yes. And even when she talked about the lantern, that every, you got to remember this, everything that you go through is a process. It's a process because even writing the lanterns, I wrote several things on my lantern, but the hardest thing for me to write on there was marriage. Mm -hmm. And I kept, God said, write it. And I sat, I sat for a few seconds or minutes. I wrote everything else. He said, you're not going to release it until you write marriage. Yeah. And I finally wrote marriage on there. And so when I wrote it, it was like, now I'm free to say, okay, I'm going to be married. Yeah. I'm going to be married. And so in that, at that retreat, one day when I woke up on that Sunday and um, it was like, God had just taken over. I had never experienced anything like that. And he said, what did you ask me for? He said, what did you ask me for? And so I gave him my list that, I, you know, I had gave him. He said, I sent him to you because he's going to love you the way I want you to be loved. Amen. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. Said, but I need you to ride the way and I got you. Amen. And I said, okay, God. He said, but I need you to fast today. And whatever I tell you to do, you do it. So I went to the morning session and when it was lunchtime, Natasha was like, See it where you going? I said, I gotta go back to the room. So I said, God told me to fast. She said, Okay. Going back to the room, God tells me to call this man. I'm like, I don't know this man. I ain't pressed for no man. I ain't calling him. I'm fussing with God. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> right. I'm being real. How many of y'all do that? I ain't doing that. Right. The fourth time he said, I said, call him and call him now. I was like, okay, let me stop playing. So I call him. He answers the phone and he's worshiping God. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? And he said, Marcia, I know you don't know me and I don't know you. He said, but I know God. And I told God, you would have to send her to me, but she got to be a widow because a widow stay in the fight. She don't leave and just depart because he was married for 37 years. Okay. Mm -hmm. And his wife divorced him. And so he was looking for someone that wouldn't do that. You know, yeah. if you have things, because you're going to have situations and yeah. circumstances. But like Natasha said in the very beginning, don't throw something away, you know, when it's meant to, supposed to stay there. Yeah. And then he goes, when he tells me, he said, because God told me, I'm going to love you the way he wants you to be loved. Now you got mm -hmm. my undivided attention because yeah. God just told me that. Yeah. I wasn't a kicker. Then he goes and give me my list verbatim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything, every seven things on my list he given. And then God said, I got you. Yeah. I got you. And so from that point on, we, you know, we just went through everything. But I want to say this, even when you're transition, it's always the go and grow. Because I recall one instance 
he w- I had a doctor's appointment. So he said, well, I'll stay off of work that day and I'll come pick you up in the morning because he had his home. I had my home. He wasn't living in my home, y'all. And, and they would tell you yeah. that was happening. OK, so he had his place. I had my place. So he was supposed to be coming, taking me to the doctor. Now, the thing was, every time I would call him, he always answered this particular day. He wasn't answering. He didn't call back. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is going on? So family, when he called, I was like, what was you? Da, 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 da. He said, Marcia, stop. What, what is going on? He said, listen, I'm not going nowhere. I'm not Henry. That thing hit me so hard. Yeah. God said, you were afraid. You were afraid to be married again. That's why you wouldn't write stuff down because you don't want to go through that hurt again. Somebody, as Natasha say, they abandoned, they're gone, they transitioned. Mm-hmm. You didn't want to go through that. So you covered up. Yeah. So yeah. even in your transition, when you're going from one level to the other, again, like a banana, layers are going to be pulled off. It's going to be some things that's deep rooted in you that you got to really pull up you gotta uproot them things and for me now everything if i'm responding if i'm reacting and not responding i'm asking myself why why did i react that way yes that from yeah so now when i know where it's coming from i'm able to deal with it and so no longer will i react i respond because see when you react to something those are your emotions and your feelings going forth but when you respond you're thinking that thing too and now you're coming to a resolve in it yeah i love that yeah and i love that you mentioned how trauma showed up again yeah going back to giving it its proper barrier it was not buried Mm-hmm. And so when triggers as such show up and they can yes. be from somebody else, then you go off, right? You, you, you lose it. You have this adult tantrum, these emotions, these visceral reactions, because the brain doesn't know if it's real life or new life. Exactly. All, all it knows is this is a trauma I've experienced before. And that's why it's so important to confront yes. what is notifying you. It's a notification. And so you must confront it so that it does not keep coming back again and again and again. Give it its proper burial so that you can move on in your life without any stress, without any trauma, that's strain, and without any struggle. God said that he wished above all things that we prosper and be in good health even as our soul prosper. There's not supposed to be unbalanced in your life. But our decisions, our choices create that 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 misalignment, right? And so it's dealing with those notifications when they show up. And so Minister Laverne uh, uh, mentioned what will state it again, respond versus react. Yeah. And the way that you respond versus react is just what Marcia said, is take a minute and step back. Why am I feeling this way? Why am I thinking this way? And what I want to say is keep your heart right. Yes. Too often people get upset, like you so quick to be pissed. Yes, I said pissed. You are so quick to be pissed. Mm-hmm. Like don't allow your ego to crucify your assignment. Yes. And I slow down because I want you to hear me. Yes. Your ego can get you so far back that it will crucify the very thing that God set up to bless you. You can allow your heart to be so hardened or so offended 
for the very thing or to the very person that God set up to bless you in the earth. Do you realize that God used people to bless you? Yes. He said that's how he establishes his covenant in the earth. He said that I gave you the ability to get wealth. Don't just minimize wealth to monetary. It's also relationships. Yes. And so are you doing a great job with establishing God's covenant in the earth, in your relationships? Amen. Or are you quick to quit? Mm. Are you quick to be offended? Are you quick to be uh, 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 to be pissed? <clears throat> are you quick to defend? Yes, Minister LeBurn, she says pride is the culprit of blessings. Yes. And so what are you quick to do? Mm -hmm. Be quick to do what thus says the Lord says. Amen. And I, I want to even go back to something that you said earlier, um, Coach. Mm -hmm. You said that, you know, sometimes you when you go in another transition, another relationship, another marriage, whatever it may be, you want to compare them to that first person. They're two different individuals. And one of the things that I had said, even in writing down, I didn't want what I had. I didn't want right. what I had. Yeah. It was good. It yep. was very good. Yeah. I have no complaints. And that was for that season. But that was for that season. And I even say this, and some people look at me, but I'm saying this for somebody, just again, transparent. If Mr. Washington was to come back here today, Mrs. Dyer will be Mrs. Dyer. Yeah. Amen. You hear what I'm saying? Amen. Amen. Because who Marcia Washington was, that person is no longer here. Yeah. It's another person here. Same person, but I've gone, grown, have gone, I had to go and I had oh, to wow. grow. Yeah, absolutely. Not taking nothing away from Mr. Washington. I hear love me. that. Yeah. Hear me yeah. I'm not and taking so, anything from him. I never would. I never would diminish anything because what he was in my life and what he was in my life, what he was in my life, that was for that chapter. Absolutely. Yeah. And so that's a great chapter. That's a great segue into the you know final pillar that we'll discuss here hmm. is you know transitioning in life, yes. right? Making decisions. One of the conversations then it a little bit earlier we were having a conversation at our kitchen table and i said do you have any regrets and so she said she didn't have any regrets and so one of the things that you know i pulled out was she waited to travel until she retired but yeah. then her first husband transitioned and so all of those dreams all of those goals that they had that they had to travel the world and explore life you know at a new level was now Null and void with him. Yes. Right. And so she mentioned that that that's something that she would have done, mm -hmm. you know, before knowing now what has taken place. And then another question that I had for her was about at that time it was multiple streams of income. I no longer believe in in multiple streams because streams dry up eventually, right? Yes. I'm, I'm all about rivers. rivers. So what are your rivers? And guess what? Rivers constantly flow. Streams yes. sometimes doesn't always flow simultaneously, but I am after rivers. But at that time, it was multiple streams. What do you have outside of you know the retirement and the pension? Those are great. But at some point, they still have limits. I am all about living an unlimited life in every area of your life. Mm 
Yeah. And so as a result of that question, she was stimulated to begin to seek out other streams. Again, at that time, we've now moved on to rivers, other streams. And so she is now sitting in the <laughs> harvest of that seeking back then. That's why it's so important to be connected with, with, with destiny partnerships and not just connected with people. I'm going to say that again. And this is yeah. the first time I've ever used that language. It's so important to be in destiny partnerships and not just connections. Yeah. We had that conversation in 18 and stimulated her to do some yeah. other things. And now today she's sitting in Las Vegas at a conference and reaping oh, tremendous harvest as a result of that decision. Yes. Yes. As a result of that decision. And so stop hanging out with yesterday relationships. Stop feeling like you are so uh, 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 you, you are so loyal to yesterday. Yes, yes. If those relationships aren't stimulating you or challenging, challenging you to go to the next dimension in your thinking, in your living, in your being, then you need to be shifting them. Amen. Amen. I'm gonna say that again. If they are not stimulating you and you're thinking and you're living in your being, you need to shift them. Some relationships have priority that should not. And guess what? You are a part of the relationship shifting. Where are you in the priority hierarchy? Yeah. Are you in the middle? Are you at the bottom or are you at the top? It's time to shift it. It's time to connect with destiny partnerships. Yes. yes. Not just connection. What have you done for me lately? And guess what? Vice versa. Yes. yes. I check myself to make sure that every single time somebody enter my presence, they leave changed. Yes. From something that I've said. I don't want to have any empty conversations. Amen. None. You will at least get one thing from me when yes. you leave my presence. That's that's if we're on the telephone. That's if we're in person. That's if we're virtual. You're going back looking at a video. It's intentional. Yes. And so the same is so with me. I am looking at all of my relationships and saying, what have they done for me lately? Have they challenged my thinking? Have they have they caused me to look at something different? Yes. Have they have they have they interceded for me? That's another thing. Are you praying for your friends? Are you praying for your relationships? What are you doing? Are you praying for yourself? Destiny partnerships, guys, is what I'm after. Yes. Not just connections. And being in the place in the season that God called you to be in the moment that he's called you to be there. Absolutely. And so now you're sitting in Las Vegas at a conference. Yes. You've been promoted several times. Yes. You know, in this business, like, like, what does that feel like? Because here's the thing, guys. She worked how many years for the government? 36. 36 years for the government. Yes, pension is good. Uh, uh, retirement is good. But what else? Oh, wow. Yeah. What else? And so now that you've added this, and here's the thing. 
as you go and grow, more comes. Yes. So now that yes. she's added this, here comes the book. Mm -hmm. And then here comes other multiple things yes. as a result of the going. Yeah. And so now you sit in this space. What does that what, what does that do for you to be able to reflect back to where you were? You made again another decision and now reaping the harvest of that decision. Wow. It's I mean, it's also oh real because I remember that conversation when we sat there at that table. It was so many things said, but it was so many things heard. Mm. And when I heard some things, I heard and said, hold that right there. Yeah. I want to, I want to say that again, heard and said, right. And so here's the thing again, that I love about Marcia is that she never gets comfortable. Mm -hmm. She never gets comfortable in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And so while we have many conversations that people literally pay me for, we have many conversations and sometimes it's personal, sometimes it's professional. She knows how to turn it off and on consistently. But like she said, she went beyond what was just said and what she heard. I wanna make sure y'all hear that. Don't get comfortable in your relationships. Don't get comfortable in your relationships. That's one of my prayers, that God keep my heart right in the, in the perfect place with all of my relationships because yes. I don't want to miss a thing yes. because I'm, I'm now comfortable with their That's group. right. That's right. Yeah. And so when we were sitting there and when I heard what she was saying, I was like, okay, God, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And so um, the first thing was she was telling me about me speaking because, you know, sharing, like even on these different platforms, this door has been open so wide because this is the thing. People watch what you do. A lot of times our words and our actions don't line up. Yeah. They should line up. They should be cohesive together, yeah. but they're not. And so even with Henry transitioning, people seen how I lived my life. They didn't see me walking around moping and, and crying and boohooing. Did I have my moments? Yes. Do I still have my moments? Yes. Because those years are not out of my life. It was just a part. But it's it's a moment and then I move on. But what happens is in moments, we stay in a moment. Yeah. We, it's like you, I use this analogy. You're standing in the bathroom and you're just standing there. And people just walking. Why are you still standing there? Why are you still standing there? You need to move. I tell you, just take one step at a time. At least you're moving. Don't stay there. Don't be stuck. Yep. And so when she said that, at that time, I think I had five five um, streams. Well, we right. say rivers now. Right. I use rivers all the time. I tell you, when she said, listen, okay. <laughs> <laughs> when you have the person that have the goods, hear, listen, and hear what they're saying. Mm -hmm. And then go from there. So you never hear me say rivers. I mean, yeah, streams. You hear me say rivers. And then I even took it a step further, Coach. I mm -hmm. said, because rivers run into oceans. Come I'm on. For the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, I had five, five rivers coming in, right? And at that time, I was like, okay, 
Now, I'm fine. I'm comfortable where I'm at. But as Coach say, we got to come out of that comfort zone. We got to come out of the box and go further because it's so much more that we have inside of us that we don't even know that it's there because we're sitting in one place. You'll never know what's on the other side if you don't go on the other side. Right. So when she said that, I was like, okay, I got to finish my book. And so now God finally released me this year to do the book. He said, the book coming out this year. Okay, it's coming out this year. And then the, the second thing was my business. I'm a um, consultant. I have ranked up. I got a team of 30-something people. Yeah, and let me, let, let me interject there too. You're going, other people are depending on your going. Yes. And so now she got 30 people that were waiting on her going. And so yes. when you don't go, you constipate others. Yes. They can't yes. move because you did not. And so your movement is so necessary because yes. others can't move. They won't move. Not that they can't, they won't. It's by yes. your influence that they do it because they look and say, oh, Marcia did it. I can do it. I yep. trust her. Let me follow what she did. That's and it. the same is so for you. And 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 what was so good about it, just like Coach said, when I did my launch party for my um, jury, the first month I came in in May, June, I ranked up to director. Yeah. Within a month, I ranked up to director because, like she said, people were waiting. And it was like, just like she said, you doing that? Oh, let me get into this because I was trying to look for another, um, you know, river to come in. So let me do this. And then as I do it, my team, they're building. I'm building my team direct. Then I got other people coming. So it's like I get three levels down of just commission outside, not counting what I sell. And so right. in this business, I have grown so much that I was afforded last month no june june i was afforded with the elites to go on a, um the paid a trip with yeah. that for a training so i did that and now i'm sitting here in vegas so last night i was um afforded the opportunity to be with the founders that they gave something just for the elites and so those things i'm just grabbing forth because i told them next year i will be elite amen you know? right so and, and that's the thing is that God will begin to place you where you're going. Yes. But yes. if you don't ever go, you can't be placed. I'm going to say that again. That's good to me. That's good. If you don't ever go, you can't be placed. And so the same is so with this podcast, Matters of the Heart podcast. This has been in my heart. All of this has been written for years now, literally years now. But there were some things that I had to do in order to release this. And so now as I go, I will continue to grow. But you must go. Yes. And God will put you in the places where you're going because you went. You went. And, and even the, oh. <laughs> right, we could go, we could go <laughs> all day. And I'm so grateful for everybody that's been hanging out with us again. It is, it's, 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 we're over our time. And it's, I'm so thankful it's Monday morning. And y'all hang out with us the entire time like yes. i love that i don't take your time you know your, your time your attention for granted i so appreciate you joining in with us i know there's something that was said and shared that stimulated you that gave you a breakthrough and so i want to be uh, uh, uh integral with my word to give you an opportunity to have real time breakthrough by asking your questions 
So I'm going to open this up before we end it to ask your questions so that we can give you, you know, real time breakthrough. But don't let it stop here. This is just the beginning, the beginning. It's the tip of the iceberg. It's getting the conversation started of confrontation does not have to be confrontational first with you. And so it looks like we have a question here. It says, how does going and growing and confronting the matters of our hearts help others go and grow in the matters of their heart? I love that. And so I'll start and then see, I'll give you an opportunity to share. Okay. And so you're, you're going and confronting helps you first heal. Yes. And what happens when you heal? And I love this. I don't know who's the author of this, but it says, if you heal one woman, you will heal an entire nation. Why? Because we are birthers. We give birth to everything. And so when we heal, we give birth to healing. And so those that we influence see our change. Yes. Exposure is everything. The people that know me, know me from back when, before Christ days, and know me now, oh, they know healing has taken place, and it's only God. Yes. <laughs> it's only God. And so as a result of that alone, there are other things, but as a result of my healing alone, people begin to say, let me heal. Let me check that because I've seen her heal. And so again, whoever has that quote, if you heal one, one, one woman, you will heal an entire nation. Like I hold on to that. Even in my going and growing with, 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 with growing and strengthening into what God has called me to one woman. Right. And I'm reminded of that even in my own journey. And it was one woman, me, that decided to obey God with my own journey of, first of all, losing weight, not realizing it was attached to my well-being. It was attached to my thinking. And as a result of my obedience, other people now are being healed in their well-being, in their well thinking, in their physical bodies as well. Yes. One woman, an entire nation. Amen. So, see, I'll let you share. And Any I other question, questions, guys? Go ahead and drop them in. It, and, and my thing, I totally agree. Because wherever there's a cause, there is an effect. Come on. And so if something is affecting you, something caused that. And so influence is everything. And so when you, in everybody life, there is someone influencing their cause and effect. Amen. Someone doing that. So why not you be the conduit that will cause a change in somebody's heart? Amen. Because you are a great influencer. We are influencers. Yes. And so sometimes people, when they hear certain names, if you say Natasha Mayo, mm -hmm. if you say Michelle Obama, yes, people have certain things and they will follow what they do. Amen. And so guess what? You have that same power in you. Everybody may not know your name, but somebody knows your name. Yes. So you being the influencer, when you come to the realization that your life is not just about you. Come on. It's about someone else. Whether yes. it's a one somebody or a thousand somebody or 10,000 somebody. Somebody is watching you. Just like we said with the business. I have 30 something people under me now and still growing but if i didn't do what i did there would never be an effect 
Yeah, I love that. I love cause and effect. And here's the thing. You don't have to go through everything. Like you can look at other people in your life that are influencers or not and say, I'll do that, but I won't do that as a, as, as a result of their results. As a result of their results. You know, I am often looking to my mentors and, and learning how to navigate in leadership. I have seen one of my great mentors, my pastor, be accused, abused, ridiculed, talked about, and I've seen him stand in love when I wanted to go after them. And so when it now comes back on me, I remember him. And so I don't have to go back through what he went through because I remember him and his wife, Dr. Didi, as well. I remember them standing in the face of adversity. Yes. And so as a result of their standing, as a result of their examples, I am able to follow their example. God said, follow those who through faith and patience inherit the promise. So you don't have to always go through something to get it. Amen. Look around, see what people are doing or what they're not doing and either do it or do the opposite. I remember years ago, he used to always say, I put compliments and complaints in the same basket. And I was like, well, why would you do that, Pastor? Like, that doesn't make sense. I now know. And so what do I do? Compliments and complaints go in the same basket. And so I'm never offended. I am never shook when people change because I've watched him. I've watched people change on him. I've watched him impart for years in people's lives and then they turn their back on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so as a result of that, I've learned from him. And so if it shows up in my life, I know what to do quickly. And yeah. I should. Yeah. So great question, Lissette. I love that. I believe Cherie had a question. And hers is, how do you check your emotions at the time of actual confrontation when it hurt, when the hurt is dimensions deep? You better go ahead and ask your question, Cherie. That is yeah. so good. Here's the thing, Cherie. Give yourself grace. Yes. Give yourself grace. Too often we want our uh, we we want our experience to be what we think or what religion or what somebody else said it should be. It's not. Yes. It is not. And so you have the conversation when you're ready. Yes. And so because somebody confront you, it goes back to what I said earlier. Give them grace mm-hmm. for when they're ready. And it flips back. Give yourself grace for when you're ready. So although the confrontation opportunity may be present, if you're not ready, don't you dare have it. And it's okay. It's okay. It is okay. okay. Don't allow somebody else's feelings or decisions push you into doing something you are not ready to do. Amen. Now, on the opposite side of that, you want to confront yourself with what you're experiencing, right? What is that feeling, God? God, give me clarity on how to confront that myself so that I can deal, I can deal and I can heal with what I'm feeling myself first. Yes. Once yes. I completely deal and heal with myself first, if I need to, then I'll face the person I need to confront. Mm-hmm. But then and only then, and sometimes 
when you deal and heal with yourself first, you don't even got to deal deal with them. Absolutely. Because it was within. Yes. Now, there's sometimes where it is, but when you really deal, and when I say deal, I'm talking like face Goliath. Like you got to have the ugly cry with yourself, allowing all of those emotions to come up and come out, out. with yourself. So that's dealing. Now, once all those emotions and reactions come up with yourself, now you can heal it because they're present. You know exactly what it is. And and even to add to that, I remember years ago. Great question, Sheree. Pastor Mike was teaching and he was talking about reacting. And he says, see the whole picture. Step back. And see the whole picture. And if you react, would you like what the end result was? Would you like that end result? And so for me, that's a checkpoint. And that's why it's so important, like um, Coach said, to have people in your life. You don't have to all the time be face-to-face them, but listen, hear yes. what they're saying. Yeah. that and embed it in your heart. So when these different times do come up, you already know. I had a situation before I left coming here, and it was some things, because let me say this, our mouth... Mm-hmm. Is a, a a weapon of mass destruction. Yeah, come on. And so when you say certain things, you can tell me forgive me or whatever you want. That person or them people will never forget what you yeah. said. Amen. And Amen. so at times we have to step back. I know for me, it'd be like, no, 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 no. Don't you do that. Yeah. Don't you say that. Yeah. No. Because once you said, and I remember Dr. Didi gave an analogy. She was talking about how she pushed the toothpaste out the tube. And she told the kids to put it back. And they said, Mom, we can't. Well, when you say certain words, you can't take those words I love back. that. Yeah. Even when Coach and I had our thing, we never said words to hurt each other. Yes. Even in the confrontation, yes. we never said nothing to tear each other down. Yes. I have no thought of her saying something that cut me. She yes. has no thought of saying, I said that's something so that important. cut her. Yes. And that's important because we don't, and especially women, oh my yes. God, we can say some things that will take and cut somebody so bad that they will never, ever recover. Yes, yes. They'll never, ever recover from it. Never, ever. Re- and that's why he said, let your words be seasoned with salt that it may bring grace to the hearer. Yeah. And if you're not mature enough to keep your mouth under subjection, that you're not causing no forest fire that you can't put out. Come on. Be quiet. Have the gift of shut up. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. I love that question, Sheree. Any, any more questions? I will take two more before we in the broadcast yes dealing heal with self first like that is so important a lot of times we carry traumas and offense and defense and coping mechanisms right like for me i learned that some of what i was doing was simply a coping mechanism like let me protect myself before it even gets there like no lay that aside be done with that literally be done with that i love it i love the good stuff and so Minister uh, Laverne says, I am quick to walk away, shut down, being being confrontational, chill, and come back later in a different state of mind if for yeah. what's necessary. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is absolutely right. Yeah. Yep. Good. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. I don't think that people realize 
the power that the tongue has. The Bible says that the that the tongue is like a pen of a ready writer. And so the moment that you release it, it's been written, right? And so just like he said, write the vision and make it plain, that's what your tongue is doing. And so when you lash out to people or situations or things, your tongue is writing a vision for the people, situations, and things. Now, here's the thing. Be mindful and careful about who you release on because it will boomerang back on you. Yes. And so I say it like this. Sow your harvest. If you don't want what you say to come back, don't you say it. That's right. Because it's coming back. Yeah. It is coming back. Yes. It is coming back. Yeah. So be mindful of what you say. Be mindful of what you think. Thank you, yes. Holy Spirit. He yes. said, be mindful of what you think. Because your thoughts is what leads to what you say. Amen. And Joyce Meyer, I believe she had a book or she talked about the, the, the battlefield of the mind. Yes. It all starts in your mind. Yeah. And so when you think certain things, that's what you will have. Absolutely. Right? Because then it bursts in your heart. Mm -hmm. And then what is what does the Bible say about the heart? <laughs> that it speaks. Yes. That it speaks. Yeah. And so if there are no more questions, we will go on and finish the broadcast again. I am so honored to bring matters of the heart broadcast to you right now it will be bi-weekly on mondays at 9 a.m so you can look for us the next coming uh session is are you a cover girl <laughs> are you a cover girl and not just a cover girl for a cover but a cover girl in life yeah. are you covering your relationships are you covering your community? Are you covering this country? Are you a cover girl? Yes. And so I want you guys to tune in. I want you to share it. I want you to talk about it. You can uh, uh, see the broadcast, the replay. If you're just coming back in, you can go back and see the replay on YouTube. It's under Natasha M Enterprises on YouTube. And of course, it'll still be here on Facebook. We will also be uploading to uh, Spotify very soon. By the end of the month, we'll be uploading to Spotify. And so you'll be able to listen to us across all the, uh, in, in all the uh, uh, podcast uh, platforms. And if you have an, a matter of your heart that you'd like to, to discuss or you'd like to get some feedback or some clarity on it, please, by all means, Share that here. You can put it here if it's at top of mind. Like if something came to your mind, like, oh, I would think I would like to hear more about this, do that. Or you can email me at Natasha M Enterprises at gmail.com. Again, we are starting. We have very, uh, very simplistic topics about matters of the heart in every area of your life. But we also want to hear from you. We are here for you and we want to hear from you and maybe even invite you on to share a matter of your heart. And so let us know what it is that you'd like to hear, that you'd like to receive. And then uh, also share this broadcast there. We touch many different areas. There are people you know, that have transitioned. I love that Marcia never used the word widow. She never called herself a widow, you know, when, when uh, Henry, her first husband transitioned. And so there's some people whose spouse has transitioned that they need to hear what Marcia has shared about her transition and now living her life 
you know, in uh, uh, learning who she was after marriage. There's some people that need to hear about friendships that we discussed and what happens on Mad Day and making sure that you are not putting your mouth negatively on the friend you once adored, right? I, I never understand how people are so close one day and then the next day they're the worst person ever. Well, what happened? They were once your friend. And so we've touched many different topics. And so share this broadcast with people that you know it will help. Share this pro share this broadcast with people that can 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 help us. Maybe they have a story that can help with the matters of, of somebody's heart. So again, thank you guys so much for joining us, for hanging out with us this entire time. We appreciate you. Thank you so much, Marcia. Listen, it is what three hours earlier. So Marcia got up at 5 a.m. to join us. Talk about the matters of somebody's heart. Yes. Right? To say, listen, I will shift my entire sleep <laughs> <laughs> to come and share with God's people because yes. we're after kingdom business. And so yes. I thank you. Yes. I honor you, you know, for who you are, for what you do, and for where you're going. I'm so excited to see God's magnificence manifest in your life on this side. We don't have yes. to wait for the sweet by and by, yes. but on this side. And so uh, until next time, guys, listen, go and grow. Don't hang out with good because better is always available. Go be greater because you can. Yeah. God's peace. <laughs>